Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, and welcome to the Art of Decluttering podcast. I am one of your hosts, Kirsty Ferugia. And I'm the second best host, Amy <laughs> And we are really excited to be here, just the two of us. I love our, um, what are they called? Our guest yes. episodes. But I also just, Kirst, I love sometimes when just you and I get to chat. I know. And I was thinking the same thing. I, I absolutely love guest interviews and we've got some rippers coming up. Rippers. We are so excited about. However, I do love hanging just you and I and just being able to talk about whatever we want with whatever it is that we decide to talk about today. Yes. Speaking of which, yes, we were inspired by a comment just today on our Facebook page. Um, so a couple of weeks ago now, well, whilst you're listening, or months or years even <laughs> since you since we recorded, um, by Robin Christie. She's part of our Facebook, um, our Facebook Art of Decluttering community group, and we're so thankful that she's part of it. And she asked a question about have we done an episode on artwork not kids artwork but real adult artwork Proper in frames artwork. Yeah. <laughs> um or yeah however they come but real artwork not that your children's artwork isn't beautiful and real but you know what I mean so we thought let's have a conversation about that one of the joys of actually not being in studio is we can be quite responsive where we say, oh, that's an awesome topic. Let's just record that today. Like we, <laughs> Kirsten and I were chatting about half an hour ago and went, yep, let's record this afternoon. So, um, yes, let's talk about art. Kirsten, are you an art lover or does it not spark joy for you? Oh, I am an art lover. I love, love, love art. I would be, if my home... And my finances were allowed it. And if my home, if I lived by myself completely, I think I would be one of those, um, uh, I would have one of those houses that looks like um, a real eclectic, all walls oh. filled with art and all, like I would be that bird art collector and I would have it all over and be completely mismatched 
of wall because I love like I love going into homes that look like that and I love art galleries and how there's lots of white space but I think my my natural tendency would be to fill the hole like to not be curating it at all and just have it all up there um and if my budget allowed that's what I would have because I think sadly neither of them can That's what I like, Kirst. I think you do have an eclectic. So there's an Indigenous artist that I know that you absolutely love. What's mm. her name? Gloria Pachari. Gloria Pachari. So you'd have some of her works. Yes. And, you have? know, if we had no limit, then I'd have Gustav Klim. I'd have, I just have, but I'd have like amazing, you know, artwork that by really famous people all the way down to like going into you know freedom and liking a print and buying a print like yeah I'm I just like what I like you please your eyes in that sense yeah yeah how about you (laughs) I've never thought that I was someone who liked art really growing up I had no interest in it in our early years of marriage but I love art now. I'm particularly attracted to kind of Australiana type of art. So Mm -hmm. some of the images, in fact, probably what we should do, Kirst, is take some photos of some of the art around our homes and pop it in the Facebook community so people can just kind of get their eyes on what it is that we fill our walls with. So I ordered some art from the States a couple of years ago. I think it was for my 30th birthday because it was not cheap. Um, and three- not just a couple of years ago, a decade ago. Ten years ago. ago. Oh, my gosh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's embarrassing. <laughs> yes, it was for my 30th. Actually, and so we ordered the art but we couldn't get the frame sent over easily. So we got the art delivered and then cursed your sister actually framed mm. those because she was doing picture framing at the time. And so we've got three from one artist, which is just beautiful. So she's not someone who's known. I just found her stuff online. And I've got now lots of kind of Australiana, like kookaburras. And in fact, if you, if I do Facebook lives or I head heart and home people will see, I've got a kookaburra art behind me. I've got a kookaburra art to the left of me. So I really like that indigenous wood framed often canvassy natural tones type of art Mm. and I don't know the name of pretty much any like famous artist except perhaps (laughs) like Bromley because I've got clients that have a lot of them so that's that's the extent for me okay so Robin asked um, what was her question in the Facebook page well, she wanted to know if there was an episode on it. So let me read the question. Does anyone know of an episode where Amy and Kirsty discuss art collections? I'd love to edit mine and finally get it up on the walls, but it feels overwhelming. So I think there's a few different things that Robin is experiencing. So she wants to curate or edit it, get it up on the walls, and how do you overcome that feeling of overwhelm? Mm. So we have we moved into our home six years ago. Mm-hmm. and we didn't it didn't feel like a home until we had put artwork up on the wall and so we've got an we have even though you know it's not as eclectic as I would like we have photo prints like we have photos we have um sketches on the wall my mum is an amazing artist um I've got two of her artworks but one actually up on the wall um 
so she's a painter. We have um, we got a piece for Simon's 30th, which is an abstract um, painting as well. And we have got some more photos, um, some of our photos like that we've oh, taken nice. up on the wall. And I'm just thinking we've got a Gustav Klimt knockoff from Ikea. We've got, um, and we just bought a piece actually that is um, a beach scene um, oh. for our back room. But we only, only now, so my whole point was that when, when we first moved in, it didn't feel like home until we put artwork up. And then as the last six years, as we've gone and we've moved things around and we've put wallpaper up, so we, we, we've moved things around our home. And I feel like it's only now that we are, um, now that we got that last piece, we had an empty wall um, that we finally, finally found the right picture and we finally agreed on something. Yeah, more to the point, yeah. That's been the hardest thing. And we finally got that up that I feel like, okay, we're probably good for another couple of years until our tastes change and we pivot or something we need to move rooms around or do something that we're we're good for a couple of years. Mm. But also in that is that I know that, what I liked 10 years ago or what I liked 16 years ago when we got married, I don't necessarily like anymore. And it's not the style for our home or it's not our taste anymore. And so I think that that is um, something that our listeners can probably relate to, that they may have collected a lot of artwork and, and sculptures and stuff around their home that they put up on their walls, like, um, you know, decorations that they may not like anymore mm. so that's a um, something for us to talk about I find that the things we could afford when we first got married or first got together 20 years ago it's very different I remember when we were engaged going to the Vic market and saving up for this like $70 like big framed kind of faux Ken Duncany kind of scenery photo Mm. Um, and it was like we were so proud of ourselves that we'd bought inverted commas art. <laughs> and you, you'd look at that now. Now, we don't have it anymore, and I'll tell the story around that, but you'd look at it now and the quality of the photo is not awesome. The colour saturation is very, very 20 years ago. Mm. The frame's very 20 years ago and it's just not us anymore. So, yeah, yeah. I think budget plays a role in that as well. So I think it's also your taste, your maturity, your um, what's um, what culture likes, you know, what society likes. Like, you know, you and I, I'm sure we've both been in, I know I have, so I'm assuming that you have been into homes that were decorated in the 90s. And you can tell that they were decorated in the 90s because they're full of, um, f- um, they're just full of 90s artwork that <laughs> may come back around but probably doesn't suit quality, the tone probably. of their home anymore. Yeah. And so I think that it is, um, you know, and we're talking about, and artwork is, so sorry, we're talking about artwork that's not investment pieces. Yes. Um, we're talking about the $70 artwork or the mm-hmm. $200 artwork yeah. or the thing that you bought at Kmart last week that yeah. you can, yeah, whereas 
like I am sure that there's people who have bought investment artwork that they don't like anymore because their tastes have changed. But that's very different to decorative items around your home that you bought to to decorate the walls and you didn't invest a lot of money on and you might just update them. (laughs) Exactly. So when we're talking about those type of artworks then, I think part of the curation process or the editing process, um, as was said, is about deciding what you do or don't like about it. Sometimes you don't need to throw the baby out with the bathwater. So, -hmm. for instance, that picture we were talking about before, I think it was of some stream or waterfall. So what we did is cut open the back of the photo, got the photo out, which was a print, just chuck that in the bin. Um, And we actually designed to exactly the size of the frame this beautiful little poem or meme I don't even know what you call it I'll take a photo and put it in the group um that we wrote about brothers and we had that printed I think it cost us $12 from Officeworks put it in the frame and now the frame's up on the wall and we painted the frame white and so all of a sudden this art that otherwise could have gone to the op shop um, but the glass was fine the frame was structurally fine it's now beautiful artwork in our hallway that you wouldn't know started as a you know, a wooden piece of a waterfall in the Vic market 20 years ago. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so on that, I think that there is a few decisions that you can make around um, when you go to look at your artwork. So do you like it? Maybe you don't even like it anymore. So, okay, what can you, let's talk about if you don't like it, what can you do? You can donate it because one man's trash is another man's treasure. So particularly with art. Yes, you could donate it or you could repurpose it like Amy has has done with that and a few other pieces you've repurposed as well. So you could repurpose it. You can love the frame but hate the artwork. So you could mm-hmm. keep the frame and just let go of the artwork, like donate the artwork or, you know, if it's just a print, recycle the print or, you know, trash the print. Or, and you could, yeah, recycle it, like repurpose it for another thing, or you could pull them apart and donate them separately. Mm. So there's a few choices of if you don't like it, um, you can, you can also see if somebody else in your family does like it, like, Mm. and particularly, um, I'm thinking of something that I may not like, but my daughter might like it in her room. So yes. then it becomes a decision about like, do I hate it that much that I don't even want it in my home? <laughs> or Is it offensive to me? Yes. <laughs> or do I just not want to look at it? <laughs> yes. Or is it just not my taste? So you could offer it to somebody else in your home or if it's a um, sentimental piece or something that, I mean, oh, my gosh, the, this we've opened a Pandora's box. We friend. really have. We <laughs> really have. And I think it comes back to something we talk a lot about in our Head, Heart and Home course is fresh eyes. And I would even encourage you, if you're listening to us now and you're at your home, wander around the house while you listen to us. In fact, I am sitting at my desk and I've got three artworks on the wall in my office and I really only like two of them. And I'm just thinking the other one was very much, it was like in this house we do mess, we do blah, blah, blah. It's one of those on a canvas, mm-hmm. which is cute and it's the colours are totally on point, but it's also a bit cheap for how 
what art I would now put on my walls. So I think that one's going to have to go to the op shop. Mm. While I sit here, I'm curating. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think that fresh eyes is important. So just wander around your house. Kirst, do you have artwork in places like hallways, toilet, bathroom, laundry, or do you yes. mainly have it in your main living areas? No. Um, so we have in our bathroom, both, so we've got two bathrooms, um, in one of our bathroom, we had these little, like, you know, cheap little canvases that were, um, we really liked the, the images of rural France or rural Italy, like they're, anyway, you'll see them. Go have a look in, in Facebook. For <laughs> Is it going to be long posts, all of our photos? Um, yeah. And that they live in our bathroom because they actually still match our bathroom even though they were bought for another bathroom we still like them we you know maybe they could we could get rid of them maybe it's they're not. just you and Simon but that's yeah it's Simon and I in the in the kids bathroom they've got one of those pieces of metal shelves oh like yeah the circle yeah there's some like candles on and it's more it's a decorative item mm-hmm. and then in their bathroom we have got an Eiffel Tower um piece of metal that's the in the shape of the Eiffel Tower that you could put pictures in like oh, photos yeah. in yep. but we really like it and we really love like we've got quite a few French things around our home so it still matches our home and but that was a decision because we used to have it somewhere else in our home and then oh, I don't, actually I don't and I don't think it actually ever went up in this home um, and so when we were like, okay, let's get all of our decorative pieces and all of our artwork out and decide, like, and let's curate it and decide what needs to go up, um, we ended up putting it in the bathroom because we're like, we still really like it. Let's yeah. put it up in the bathroom because yep. it doesn't get seen. We don't have anything in the laundry because we we don't, there's one more, but it, you would knock any artwork on that wall getting in and out of the laundry. Um, and then what we have done um, with some of our artwork that was being that wasn't being used until recently. So we had with Simon for one of my birthdays, like probably early thirties or so a year late. or two ago. Yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> last year, um, Simon, I had these paint pictures that I'd brought back from Europe, and one of our one of my um, old housemates dog had eaten like they were just curled up you know like they were just (laughs) they hadn't been framed yet so they were just in a tube and their dog got attacked it and I was devastated that that happened and so I couldn't let them go because I still really wanted to get them framed so what Simon did is he went and got um the four items um he got them all turned into sepia tone and got them reprinted oh. like in a sepia tone and framed for one of my birthdays, like without me knowing. And he was so proud oh. of himself because he. So he should be. Yeah. He it was his own initiative and he didn't yeah. insult me or anything. Um, <laughs> and they recently just got hung up in our hallway because we were like, we really want them. So there's two two images um like sketches of France and then two photos of Prague yeah. and but they're all in sepia now so they all look oh that's like beautiful match and it was a really really I can't thoughtful, wait to see them yeah really thoughtful gift um and they and so we hung them up in the hallway because Simon's like I really want these up again mm. so, uh, um, we had them on a wall 
we did have them up in our home, but we got them, we got a, our, the wall that they were on, we had wallpapered. Okay. Yeah. It matched the wallpaper. Yeah. And they didn't look good on against the wallpaper. So we hadn't had them up for a couple of years mm. and we finally found a space to hang them. And so for that, I think that um, you don't necessarily need to declutter things straight away. You can sit on them for a while and go, okay, where else in this house could they go? Mm. Um, and um, l- like, let's look around all the walls that we have. Could they go here? Could they go there? But it's a, but that like they are really one. They're sentimental for me, but they're, yeah. and they're also like sentimental for Simon because he puts so much intention yeah. and so much thought into those um, artworks that um, I think we would have kept them even if we could not mm-hmm. have put them up in the home. I think yeah. they would have been. A kept item. Yeah. One of your sentimental items. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I think one of the keys for clients that I'm in their homes is so in my work bag, I keep picture hooks and a hammer because I can sometimes go into a home and we can take out 30 bags of donations and rubbish. And the thing that I remember most is that I hung a picture for them in the hallway. Yeah. (laughs) Like, oh, that picture. I'm thinking, are you kidding? We spent four hours (laughs) working like blood, sweat and tears. Mm -hmm. And it was the last moment where I said, well, if you want to put it up, I can put it up for you right now. And it took all of about a minute and a half. Yeah. But people are often so um, scared to put things up. They're scared that they're going to not put it in the right place it's not going to be straight they're not going to appreciate it what can we say to people like besides stop procrastinating and just do it are there any other tips um to actually getting the artwork from under your bed and in your wardrobe up onto your walls um I think it is like not being scared that you you have to get it perfect like yes okay you might want to get it level um but just experiment your house is your unless you're in a rental property and they don't let you put any pictures up your house is your house you can change it as much as you want you can love a piece of artwork one 
in some space for a year and then go, actually, I now want that in this area. We've done that so often in, in just this house. Um, and because you, your tastes do change mm. or you change, like, you know, we spoke about a couple of weeks ago, repurposing spaces, you've repurposed a space. And so now an artwork does fit in that room, or it does work in that room for everything else that you have in that room. So I think it is really about just do it, like just experiment, just try. What's the worst that happens? You have to patch a hole. Yeah, that's going to take you no time at all. Like, yeah, and so I don't mean to diminish that some people find it frustrating that they might have to patch and then they might have to paint. Like I don't, but, you know, grab all your artwork and start just pretending to hang it on the wall like this Simon and I do this all the you know whenever we're doing artwork Mm. in the home we're like okay does it go here does it go there let's hold up as much as we possibly can step back you know when we hung the artwork that we hung the other day we measured the artwork we measured the wall Simon had it perfect (laughs) and then we hung it Oh, and we we hung it and then realised that it didn't look right because actually the horizon isn't in the middle of the picture. It's actually gotcha. like a third down, like it's on the first third. So actually the whole picture needed to move up even though it was theoretically. Yeah, mathematically it was centred. Yeah, right and spot. it was centred and it was like at the right eye level because you're meant to have it at um can't remember. I I should know this because we've just been doing it everywhere. Um, There's a certain level that you should have artwork. I think it's six. Oh, no. Uh, I should know it. Can you put it in the show notes? Yeah, I think it's at 160 is the ideal height for the centre of a piece. Um, But that's that's if the wall is blank. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing else. Leg. So... We put it at that height, but as I said, the horizon was low on the picture, so then it meant that the picture Mm. actually needed to go higher. So, you know, yes, it's annoying. We had to pull that hook out and put it up, but we just experiment, and I just want to encourage people just to experiment and just to just do it. Just get that artwork off the floor or off leaning or off from out of the spare room, yeah. hide it away. Like get it up, enjoy. You've spent good money on it. Mm-hmm. Or you spent not good money. You know, Who like, cares? Doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's an investment piece or if it's, you know, a $10 picture that you picked up from Kmart. Get it up on yeah. the wall. And then because then you can really decide if it works in that room, if you like it. Do you love it even? Like maybe you did love it in another room, but you don't like it in this room. Well, go move it yeah. or let it go. Like <laughs> I find something that's really helpful when you're trying to place artwork is to have someone other than the decision maker. So in your situation, someone other than you and Simon to be holding it. And so you guys yes. can walk away, you can turn the lights on, you can close the blinds, mm-hmm. you can, you know, walk into the room, walk out of the room, stand up, sit down. You can do all of that where someone else stands there with wobbly arms <laughs> holding yes. up a five kilo painting. <laughs> but I think that can be really helpful. So if you are stuck, next time a friend's over, say, okay, can you help me out? I want you to just hold this artwork here. And then you can go left, 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 blah, 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 blah. So that can be helpful. Yeah. Um, the other thing I think 
is helpful is to, you know, we talked about fresh eyes before and it's also a matter of getting used to something because no matter what you change, when you go into that space, you're going to think, oh, that doesn't look quite right. Something's wrong. But within a week, you're going to become, it's not visually blind to it, but you become used to it and it's not surprising anymore. So I think also give it time. Um, once you've placed well, something. Well, that's exactly what's. we've just got some new light fittings in our house and they're like pendant lights. And every time I see them, I'm like, <gasps> like, because they've got <laughs> a black nightmares. cord. Well, no, because they've got a black cord and they catch my eye when I walk oh, in the house because so they're at the front. And so I'm like, what is that? Yeah. Thinking that it's an insect or something. Or something. Yeah. But and then I'm like, I said to Simon last night, I'm looking forward to not seeing those pendants yes. anymore, like to not being scared by it <laughs> because I know that that's what's there. And I think that that's the same, like when you, exactly what you said, when you take up artwork away or when you put it up, you're just not used to it. And the same with furniture. When you take furniture away or move furniture, people in your house may not like it. Mm. You may not like it. Give it a couple of weeks, yep. give it a month, give it a couple of months and then see if you still don't like it, then move it. Yeah, once you've used to it. Yeah. So, but yes, I definitely think that we can, if you don't like it anymore and nobody else in your house likes it, then definitely let it go. But I also think definitely try every room in your house to see if it would actually work. If you do love it, if you do love it and you're like, oh, but I just don't want to let it go. <laughs> See if you can find another space for it. Tell us about your laundry and your bathroom. What has that got in there? Oh, so I love my laundry because my I, I'm sure I've talked about my laundry on here before, but I've got some, it's actually a cross stitch that my mum made me when I was a little girl up in my laundry because it's just, it's like your sentimental piece. Mm. Um, I'm not ready to get rid of it. It says Amy. It's like Beatrix Potter. It's very cute. I'll take a photo and put it on there, but it's just behind the laundry door, like the outside door of the laundry. So you can see it 99% of the time and then when you open the door you can't but it's not being knocked and it's just there for my enjoyment um, and then in the bathrooms we've just got some photo frames of photos we've taken like on a honeymoon and stuff so the only room oh, in- and then so in your toilet you've got Ravel oh yeah I forgot about that one yeah we've got a really big A3 poster in our um so it is it was a poster that I bought I think the poster cost me 99 cents and I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure the frame was 15 dollars from Kmart so really cheap art but it's um oh again jump into our Facebook community the art of decluttering community and you'll see it but it's got our name on it almost spelt correctly it's just missing one l and um (laughs) it's the beautiful uh, the gracious umbrellas is what it is in French so it's really nice there's some tips on our cheaper artwork. You mentioned yes. before investment pieces. Um, Kirsten and I were talking before going like, what do you know about investment pieces? I was like, I've got clients that have got artwork that's worth tens of thousands of dollars, sometimes hundreds of thousands of dollars. They're yep. really art-specific um, collectors. Kirsten and I are not experts on this so we clearly we're not collectors ourselves no no when we're talking about the one dollar poster and a fifteen dollar Kmart frame so what we thought we'd do you guys will remember we had Frances on a little while ago talking about your forever home and she's an interior designer and she works with a lot of high-end clients so we thought we'd try something new in our episode today and that is to get some expert thoughts so it's a little segment where we've asked Frances to record for us 
her advice on what to do when you've got expensive investment pieces that you want to keep or heirlooms um, that you want to keep and some advice on what to do with that. I'm Frances from White Pebble Interiors and I've been asked to give you some information and some advice around what to do with your investment artwork pieces or pieces of artwork that have cost you quite a lot of money, uh, um, quite expensive pieces of art. And so firstly, I'll just chat through what an investment piece actually means. Um, it doesn't actually always mean that you've paid a lot of money for it. That's sort of when you're, you know, you may be investing in a piece of artwork that is um, from an emerging artist, uh, an upcoming artist, uh, something that you know is going to um, gain value over time. But investment piece is also, in my mind, something where you've also got an emotional attachment and an emotional investment into that piece. For example, it may be something that you bought when you're on holiday. It's a piece that um, got given to you perhaps as a wedding present. So the emotional investment in that piece is quite high. So what do you actually do with these pieces when you may be a bit tired of them, they may not be triggering the same things for you as what they did when you first bought them. And really, you probably just need a bit of a change. The first thing I advise my clients is to actually change your artwork around. So move it around the house. So um, often when I go to clients' homes, um, they want me to view their artwork and I can see it and visualize it on a different wall and it actually generates new life in that piece because you're looking at it in a different way. You're looking at it from a different perspective. So as an example, pieces that may have actually been uh, hung in the hallway may be able to then be hung um, you know, in, in the lounge room or they may be a feature piece in your bedroom. And so the first thing I would encourage you to do is actually just move all your um, artwork around. So particularly your investment pieces, maybe they get featured in another room. So rather than being a feature in the dining room, um, you know, over a sideboard, maybe you're going to change that up and actually place that then in the bedroom, or you may actually create it as a feature in the living room or even in a stair, a stairwell. So that actually gives that piece of artwork new life. It's like when you change the scatter cushions or the doona cover on your bed, you see it differently, it feels different. And so that's the first thing I'd get you to do. The second thing is, maybe you need to put it away for a while and maybe you need to then bring out another piece and if you're lucky enough to have a couple of or a few investment pieces around, then put it away for a, for a while, store it under a bed or store it in, a, in an art storage facility and then put something else in its place and then bring it out another time. So you may have a uh, an annual change, you may have a seasonal change of your artwork, um, but there are two ways for you to be able to deal with pieces that either have a monetary investment attachment to them or an emotional investment attached them to you. Good luck with it all. Bye for now. Thanks, Francis. We hope that is um, helpful for all of you. And if you're interested in a little expert piece from anyone in future episodes, let us know. Kess, not everyone's just going to donate their artwork if they don't love it anymore. What are some options for selling artwork that we know of in our very limited understanding of selling artwork? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there are art auctioneers. So you can always contact an art auctioneer if you know that it is an investment piece of art and you no longer love it um, and you don't want to pass it on to anybody else. Um, so, yeah, you can check out, you know, Google Art Auctioneer in your city and there might be one. Um, you can also sell them yeah. on eBay. I know that, um, you know, it's an unexpected place to sell art, but there is a very large art 
category on eBay and it does have even some, you know, 30, 40, 50, $200,000 pieces of art. You just want to make sure that they're verified before you go <laughs> buying them from somewhere like that. Or you may have galleries that are interested in purchasing pieces as well. So that's worth considering. Yeah. And you can always sell it on Facebook Marketplace if you if it's like, you know, the couple of thousand dollar, yeah, exactly. you know, like just totally depends on <laughs> the artist and the artwork and how much you pay for it and, you know, all those considerations that you would with any um, investment piece of art or furniture. Uh, big tips to take away from today uh look at your home with fresh eyes so walk room to room see the artwork maybe pull any artwork out that you've got in the back of a cupboard or under a bed or hidden away and just have a look at it with fresh eyes and decide what you do and don't love and those that you do love our challenge is get them up on the walls it doesn't matter if it's not perfect it doesn't matter if you change your mind in two months time of where the placement should be but you are going to enjoy that art when it's up way more than when it's at the back of a cupboard or hidden away. Yeah, and like what Frances said, to just look around the rooms, try the different art pieces in the different rooms so that you can know whether or not it does suit your home um, in the best way it can. We can't wait to be in your ears again next week. We love being able to record episodes that are really the questions you're asking at the moment. So hit us up in our Facebook community page or DM us on Insta, email us hello at theartofdecluttering.com.au if you have a suggestion. We'd love to hear them. And if you'd love to leave a review on our podcast, um, then please do. It helps other people to find us and, you know, we always love the feedback we as well. We love the so feedback. <laughs> rate and review, rate and <laughs> review, people. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us. If you've learned something awesome today, we'd love you to leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook so others can find our podcast too. Don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, artofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com slash decluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.